January, February, March, I'm in the negative. And I'm and I'm losing like 25, 30 grand a month, right? And I'm like, holy crap, this I can't do this. What's up, Jared? What's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, you know, doing pretty decent. <laughs> man, we're both doing pretty decent. There's going to be one podcast where we're like, dude, I'm doing really bad. Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been like that in a long time. I actually don't know that if I would ever have ever, like, I don't know that if, if I had done a podcast in the past, my whole life, you would have ever got me on. I'm like, oh, man. I don't know if I've ever been in a real bad spot like that. Yeah, I think the closest I get to those bad spots is like, oh, I'm disappointing myself with like this level of performance or like this trait, like I'm disappointing it in myself, but it's never something where I'm like, yeah, Jared, I'm just like disappointed in the small thing. That's like internally that bugs me about myself. Mm -hmm. But like, I've never been like, yeah, dude, I'm in a bad spot. Like everything's crumbling down around me and I don't know what to do and all this kind of stuff. Cause Mm -hmm. I usually know what to do. And it usually means that I have to just do something different. And the reason why things are crumbling if they are, is cause I'm messing up. Exactly. Um, I think a lot of people will just get like, Things are crumbling down and there's nothing I can do about it. And that's the mistake they make. Dude, totally. I mean, so like today we're going to talk about pricing your plumbing business. And like we see a lot of people or I've seen a lot of people in have a plumbing business and it's crumbling down around them and they don't know what to do about it. And Mm. the one change they really need to make is learning how to accurately price your plumbing business. Sure. Yeah, so it's a good yeah good segue. Good job, dude, man. It's like I wrote it down. <laughs> I didn't, but it's like I did. Oh, good job, or Joel's just trying to do a good job. <laughs> Hot know? and strong. Yeah, that's um, right. That's how I roll. Hot and strong. Yeah, and so I guess before we like roll right into like how to price your plumbing business, which we're going to, um, we'll break it down like what is actually going on. Um, I think that it's important to understand that like the how you price your plumbing business really affects mm. everything not just it doesn't just affect the success of your of your business um it affects so much more because like when you have a business that isn't priced properly and you're running a business like that it's stressful you never have enough money um you know you can't pay your bills you can't pay your technicians very well and then so and and that just has this huge trickle effect that's going to affect you. It's going to affect your family. It affects your whole life. It affects your technicians' lives. It affects your CSRs' mm. lives and their families. Mm. Like it's a, it's a really big problem to have, you know, to not be pricing your plumbing business properly. Whereas on the mm-hmm. on the flip side, right? If you have mm-hmm. a plumbing business that is charging enough to actually pay their technicians well, actually pay their CSRs well, actually invest in some marketing actually invest in some nice fans, actually invest in software so that their business can run seamlessly and actually invest, you know, in systems and managers and things like that to where the business can run without you. Well, now you've just set up your CSRs to have a better family life. Mm-hmm. Um, your technicians have a better family life. You're, you've given jobs to managers to have a, you know, be able to make more money and have a better family life. And then you are not continually stressed out. Right. Mm-hmm. having to work in your business now you can work mm-hmm. on it and create this thing that you know gives you a lot of freedom which is good for your family it's good for your children it's good for your wife um mm-hmm. 
and you really get to affect this large pool of people very positively. And I right. think, um, so I just want to make that contrast of like a plumbing business that doesn't charge enough, man, it gets miserable. It gets miserable for everybody that you touch. And mm-hmm. then for a plumbing business that charges enough to operate and make a profit and run a good business, man, it's a much better life, right? Not just yeah, for, it's you, a, but for everybody. It's amazing how like one, one thing can change so much. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it really, it really does. And the the crazy part is like the one thing that most plumbing business owners do wrong is how they price themselves. Yeah, this is that part. And what's even crazier is like, you know, not only that's affecting everybody in the business, right? Like we just mm-hmm. talked about that contrast, but it also affects your customer mm-hmm. because. You have customers that want good service and you can't afford to give it to them. Mm-hmm. And so those customers that want that, which is a lot more than most people think, um, then you know they don't get the good service and they're not happy with your service and they're probably not going to hire you again. Right. And, then, and then they're disappointed. Whereas if you charge enough, you can afford to offer a good service because you have good people, mm-hmm. you have good systems, mm-hmm. you have good management. And the End user, the customer really enjoys that good quality service. Mm-hmm. So, you gotta price your plumbing business properly to where you're making a profit, right? To where you can run a good business and you're profitable, right? And then you can go and do all those things like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that's a really good like breakdown that you gave there because it just gives people so many different things to shoot for in their pricing where they're like, Oh, it's not just about me and being profitable and like what that means. Like you just broke down, like this is actually what it means when you are profitable is then you can have all these things that are really helpful for your business. It's not just, Oh, I checked the box, right. Of being profitable. It's that you are actually providing livelihoods and a better future for everybody you work with and everybody you serve. Yeah. Because honestly I say that because just checking the box of being profitable, it's not enough. It's not enough. Right. It's, it's not it's enough not to keep motivate you motivated. Um, yeah. Not enough to keep you disciplined. It's not enough to keep you to you know keep you going. So mm-hmm. if you throw all those other things in there, oh wait, this is actually a really good system for everybody. Okay, maybe I maybe I should get my get my act figured out. Um, sure. And I say that because there's like this head game that all the plumbers need to overcome. They're mm-hmm. so used to, you know, you come from blue collar, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you're so used to, okay, the cheapest thing is the best thing, right? Right. I want to get the best deal possible. You're so, Mm -hmm. that's so ingrained in your mind that Mm -hmm. when you go to start your plumbing business, usually you're like, okay, I got to be the cheapest. Right. Or I got to be competitive on price. Right. But but me and you have talked quite a bit. Like, you don't really need to be competitive on price. You need to be Mm -hmm. competitive on service. Right. The price is what the price is. Yeah, sure. That's just business. Yeah. And the price should be based off the level of service that you're bringing mm. to the customer. Right? Yeah, that's a good way to think about it because then if you have somebody who's sort of struggling with raising their prices, then you can ask the question like, well, what kind of service do you want to provide? Yeah. And that's going to warm them up because they're like, well, I want to provide this service and this service. And then you can be like, okay, well, let's figure out how much that service costs. And then at the end, you can essentially say, this service will cost you this much 
money to do. And yep. here you are, and here's where you need to be if yep. you actually want to do that. And if yeah. you don't want to offer that service, then be where you're at, but you're not going to be able to do that level of service. Yeah. And here's the, like, when you do that, the crazy part is this is what you're going to find. And we'll kind of like, we'll see that here in a minute, but what you're going to find is that they're not even charging enough to cover the service that they are offering. Right. Right. So they're literally offering like an okay service and they can't offer a better service because they're too worried about how much all the extra services are going to cost the services that mm -hmm. they have to, you know, pay somebody to do or the extra software or the extra marketing. They're worried about mm -hmm. how much that's going to cost. And so they literally just can't provide a better service to their customer, but they're even discounting that service, right? Cause right. they don't know actually how much it costs and how much it, they need to charge to cover those costs. And so when they, when they actually do that analysis of their business and say, okay, it costs me this much money to run. That means I need to charge this much per hour. What they find is that the cost per hour is already much higher than what they mm -hmm. thought. And so you're yes. already in this premium price category, right? Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. if, you jump sure, in, yeah, sure. if you jump into that price, you're in premium pricing category where the mm -hmm. it's, it's a high mm -hmm. enough price to where you have to back it up with a premium product. Mm -hmm. And so the, the difference between bare bottom price and super premium product price is marginal. Like it's so <laughs> sure. small. Yeah, sure. And so it's so where you where you win, the people who win, they go in mm -hmm. and they they realize that. They say, "Okay, it costs me a lot to run this plumbing business." Mm -hmm. And it costs me a lot to do a marginal service, right? Right. <laughs> but man, <laughs> yeah. I can just level up this service game for just a couple bucks more or, or for another mm -hmm. 10 or $20 more on my hourly, hourly rate. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, people I'm worth what people are paying, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. I always tell I always tell everybody, look, you got to make your service so good that it's worth what the customer has to pay you, mm -hmm. because they need to pay you a lot in order for you to stay in business. Because it's plumbing and it's expensive. It's expensive, man. I mean, think about it. You're, you've got marketing is expensive. It doesn't get any cheaper. You've got, I don't know. My the last van I bought was eighty grand, right? <laughs> That's and, then we, and then we put That's thirty crazy. or forty thousand dollars into the van, and then you've got a mm -hmm. guy driving it around that cost me one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. That ain't cheap, right? No, that's huge. It's crazy. You just take that and run a cost analysis just on the van, the tools, and the guy, and it's more. It costs you more per billable hour than most people are charging in their company. Right. Right. Yep. So, guys are guys are way off on their pricing. Um, I see it every day in the private coaching clients, and I see it all day in all my competitors, right? They're all mm -hmm. struggling because they can't seem to figure this out. And if they all raise their price, man, I'd be a happy camper. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be great. Because then we could compete on service. And that'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because that's where like, you want to compete. Like, yeah. I'm smoking them on service right now. Yeah. But if I could get everybody to charge the same as I do, and I could mm -hmm. just be like, oh, man, mm -hmm. now we just got to offer this rad service and nobody's going to yeah. get a price objection because every other plumber is the same cost. That'd be, right. a, that'd be a cool world to live in. But it mm -hmm. doesn't. And the opportunity right mm -hmm. now is you can smoke everybody else on service on the quality mm -hmm. of your service to the customer. You can just mm -hmm. kill them.
because mm, nobody because sure. nobody else is doing it, right? So that's your yeah. competitive uh-huh. advantage. You just have mm-hmm. to realize that you have to price appropriately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So All right, how do we start? How do we do it? Yeah. So pricing, like like we said, it's a it's a measurement of the quality of service that you provide. Mm-hmm. Right. So what mm-hmm. the key indicators of the quality of the service you provide mm. is literally how much you're spending on your expenses to run your business, right? So if mm-hmm. I go get Service Titan and now I can automate text messages to um, my customers, mm-hmm. service just went up, quality of service just went up, but so did my expenses, right? They're related mm-hmm. to each other. So anytime you gain a new expense, Number one, it should add value to the end customer. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. when you're going in and you're adding these expenses in, um, you want to make sure that they are adding value to the end customer or they're somehow making them more efficient or something like that, which then adds value sure. to the end customer at the same time. Okay. Yeah. No, no fluff expenses. Yeah. No dumb expenses. Nothing yeah. like, yeah, I bought 30 vans. So now, I don't know. I bought or, or whatever. I put yeah, you know, aluminum rims on my vans and we repipe the exhaust out the out the roofs because it looks yeah, cool. It's awesome. It doesn't yeah. add value to your customer. Right. So you you shouldn't do that because then you're mm-hmm. gonna have to you're gonna have to raise your hourly rate to cover that expense. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't add value to the customer, it's not it's not warranted, right? Right. Sure. So so to figure out your hourly rate, you gotta think about what you're doing. Um you're going out and you're offering a service to a customer and your technicians are going to houses and they're billing out time, okay? And so every time, you know, in a year, that one technician only has so much time that he can bill out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, and each technician has the same amount of time that he can bill out. He's going to work one year. You're mm-hmm. only going to work so many days. It comes out to about 2,000 hours a year that mm-hmm. he's going to, have available to build to the customer. So then we also know that technicians don't bill out all of the hours that they work. I think national average, they bill 50 to 60%. So just say 50, I think I do mine at 55. You could do, Mm -hmm. depending on what you want to do, you could do it 50, 55, 60. So let's just assume 50 for this Mm -hmm. video. So a technician that, works 2000 hours, bills out 50% of his hours. He has a thousand build hours in a year. Mm-hmm. That means mm-hmm. the customers paid him for a thousand of his hours. So that means all of your expenses need to be covered in the time that the technician mm-hmm. is able to bill. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have three technicians, they can work a total of 6,000 hours, which means you have 3,000 billable hours, which mm-hmm. means that all of your expenses have to be divided by 3,000. So sum yep. up all of your expenses, everything it takes to run your business, mm-hmm. all of your overhead, all of your costs, right? Your office, your trucks, your gas, your CSR, your general manager, the owner pay, your marketing costs, your truck insurance, literally everything pull it all into a spreadsheet, add it all up and then divide it by 3000. And that would mm-hmm. be how much it costs you 
per billable hour to be at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And it's probably more than most people are charging right now. Right. And so once you know that number, now you know, okay, these are all my expenses. This is my available billable hours. This is how much it costs me per billable hour. Then you can add profit margin in there. Mm-hmm. So then you can add in 30% profit margin. Mm-hmm. So you can take your cost per billable hour, divide it by 0.7, and that will give you your hourly rate that you need to be charging in order to maintain 30% profit margins. Mm-hmm. And, and I would shoot for 30% because at the end of the day, you're going to shoot for 30, you're going to land at 20 Right. And if you land at 25, great. You just made another 5%. Right. Um, and that's really all it is. I mean, it's 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 pretty close to that simple. Yeah, it definitely it sounds simple in practice. It sounds simple <laughs> till you go to do it. Um, sure. So I'll we'll drop a link in the in the description. Um, to get access to my hourly rate calculator where you can go in, Mm -hmm. you can actually enter all your expenses in. It'll show you some of the expenses you should have. And Mm there will be a video in there as well showing you how to fill out the calculator, all that good stuff. We'll drop Mm -hmm. that in. Totally free, no strings attached. Just grab it, use it. And most people will be shocked at like what they need to charge. Um, And... If they can actually start charging that, they're going to run a much better business. Mm-hmm. Much better. Because think about this. <laughs> like when it comes to pricing, the n- number one way to make more money, the easiest way to make more money is to charge more for your product. Sure. sure. Same is true for your plumbing business. Like you look at sure. brands like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Premium product, premium price. Right. They make a ton of money because they charge more for their product. If right. they were to if they were to go out and be like, man, I made this super awesome handbag, cost me five hundred that's probably a bad example, cost me a hundred bucks to make. <laughs> and I need to make twenty percent profit, so I'm gonna sell it for hundred and twenty five bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so they make $25 off each handbag, they could probably do that. But then the perceived mm-hmm. value of their product would be lower and they wouldn't make as much profit margin. Right. Instead, they were like, you know what? I'm going to go out, I'm going to take this $100 handbag and I'm going to sell it for a thousand bucks. Now all of a sudden, they're making $900 per handbag. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They can sell way less handbags. Right. Which does what? Increases the... Well, increases the value for sure. It, it perceived value goes up, right? Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. get that as much in your plumbing business, but I still think that you get it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing costs go down because now all of a sudden, sure, if you want to do a million in sales at a thousand dollars per handbag, mm-hmm. you have to sell a lot less than you do at one hundred and twenty-five dollars per handbag. Right, right. And so you can, mm-hmm. then, if you want to do a million dollars in sales, guess what? At a thousand dollars a handbag your profit margins on that million dollars are is huge, right? Mm-hmm. You got yep. 90%. You, had to keep, you, had to, you had to keep more of that money. Way more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now all of a sudden, you don't actually have to make as many handbags. Yep. So you can make, what, one-tenth of the handbags now and make this way more money. Mm-hmm. So you see this, like, it becomes so much easier on the fulfillment 
and so much more profitable mm -hmm. on the other end. Mm -hmm. The exact same thing is true for your plumbing business. So guess just like the handbag, just by charging more and increasing profit margins, now you can run a better business. Mm -hmm. Now you don't need to spend as much on marketing or you can mm -hmm. spend more on marketing, right? If you sure. really want to grow. Mm -hmm. um, but let's just assume, let's assume you want to do 5 million in revenue. You could do 5 million in revenue at 10% profit. Where does mm -hmm. that get you? Not very far. 500,000 at the end of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what if you just crank that sucker up to 30% profit? Let's just double it. 20% profit. 5 mm -hmm. million in revenue gets you to a million dollars in profit. Mm. So just by increasing your profit margins 10%, you get another $500,000. All of a sudden, you're mm -hmm. making a million dollars a year mm -hmm. off of less customers. Yeah, sure. Like at 5 million with 20% profit, you only had to sell the customers. You know, your costs are only $4 million. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to cover $4 million worth of costs. Mm -hmm. 5 million at a uh, 10% profit. Now you got to cover four and a half million dollars worth of costs. Mm. So you're like your mm -hmm. risk goes away. Your profitability goes up. The amount of marketing mm. you do goes down because now you need mm -hmm. less jobs because each job pays you more. Right. Your, your, what are some of the other benefits? There's so many benefits. I mean, like I think a big benefit, especially to the plumbing companies is that, really that idea that you don't have to sell as much work so that when you have yeah. your down months, it's less impactful because you know, yeah. like I don't need to sell like all this work and the month is down and I'm screwed because you know, I'm yeah. not making as much money where you have a down month and you're still profitable. Yep. Like even talking to you Sorry. and like, in like a Good slow point. March or whatever you're like, or a slow February, you're like, ah, I'm still making money though. Yeah. And that's what happens when you're priced properly. And then you can take more time with the customer because yep. you're not trying to like, oh, I have to get all these jobs. Like you can like the handbag, right? They can spend way more time making that handbag if they want. And if yep. they do to make it that much more valuable perceived or otherwise, Yep. just because their profit margins actually can do that. Like you don't have to think like, oh, I got to squeeze in three more jobs today or I'm not making money. Yeah. You can be like, I can just do this job and I'm good. Yep. Like I made it, you know, and that next yeah. job is just continuing in the profit side. And yeah. it's, it's like, I mean, it's really a path to freedom that I don't think people understand. It's like is when that... you go into the Rolex store and they've mm -hmm. got, like we were just in Vegas together. Do you remember mm -hmm. in, what was that hotel we were in where they where we uh, went out to eat? We were, so good. oh, I don't know, the Bellagio maybe or something? No. I don't it know. It was one of the, one of the Caesar's one of the, Palace maybe? Caesar's Palace. Yeah, it was Caesar's yeah. Palace. There was there were three Rolex stores. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't see anybody in any Rolex store except for the employees. And there's literally <laughs> like three or four employees in each Rolex store. Yeah, and they didn't even have that many Rolexes in there, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. all of a sudden now they're able to like if I was to walk in there and I wanted a Rolex, sure, that is going to yeah. be some next level service. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a cup of water. You're gonna get a couple sparkling water. Oh, yeah. You know, you're gonna the get experience like experience is gonna all be all sorts awesome. of stuff. And the only reason mm -hmm. Rolex can do that is because they mm -hmm. charge so much for their watches, right? Right. The margins mm -hmm. are so much higher. So mm -hmm. when you do that for your plumbing business, it's the exact same thing. You can then take the experience for the customer way more serious. You can provide sure. yeah. a way uh -huh. better service for the customer. 
Mm -hmm. And just like you said, you can slow down and still make really good profits. Yep. And you don't have to panic right. when your lead flow dries up because of the season of the year. Like yeah. you can just, you don't have to worry about making payroll because you had a weird month because it's March or something. You Dude. can just yep. continue to do what you're doing and actually not even continue to do what you're doing. You can become, pro you're still profitable, mm -hmm. which is an amazing feeling as a business owner where you're like, it's slow, but we're making yeah. money. That's weird. Yeah. This is cool. To, like to give you an example of this in 2022, in I think in January 2022, um, I was still a little low on my pricing. Like I hadn't come to that moment yet in my head where I was like, you know what? Forget this. And January of 2022 is like part of what got me there. Mm -hmm. um, I think we were 400 and I don't even know, uh, probably 415, 425, somewhere in there, which sounds mm -hmm. expensive probably to most people listening to this. Right. Um, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't at the end of the day, I wasn't making money. I mean, we just came out of busy season. So busy season right. for us was all the way through December. And then um, come January, work just like drops off. Okay. So we made good money through busy season at that over there just because we were turning so many jobs over and mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Well, come January, guess what? It's not busy season anymore. Guess what happens <laughs> right. to Jared's profits? They go away. They disappear. Right. <laughs> yeah. So January 2022, I'm in the negative. Mm. January, February, March, I'm in the negative. And I'm and I'm losing like 25, 30 grand a month, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, holy crap, this I can't do this. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I switched it. I'm like, okay, so I need to be able to make money in slow times. So how do I need to price sure. myself in order to make money at slow times? And literally the only mistake I was making is I was assuming because mm -hmm. I've been so profitable dealing during busy times that I'm going to be right. able to bill out a higher percentage of my hours. Mm -hmm. um, and in reality, during slow times, I'll only be able to bill out 50% of my hours. Right. So I wouldn't sure. change my hourly rate to represent only billing out 50% of my hours. And now come this January, come last busy season, I made insane money. Right. Right. First of mm -hmm. all. So mm -hmm. like, 2020, let's see, 2021 busy season. Ours is like the mm -hmm. last six months of the year, 2021 busy season. I made mm -hmm. good money. I, mm -hmm. I did good for myself. And it's good because I we would have went under if we didn't. But then <laughs> yeah, sure. slow season, man, it was just eating cash. And I was like, holy crap, this sucks. Um, 2022 busy season, mm -hmm. I made astronomical amounts of money. Mm -hmm. And here's what's crazy. Now we're in 2023, slow season. January, we made 160 grand. Mm -hmm. I lost 30 grand the January before. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. That's a huge increase. Yeah. Same call volume, huh. same amount of hours build out. Mm -hmm. The difference is just my pricing, how mm -hmm. much I'm charging the customer for my service. That's the only difference. Hmm. Yeah. This makes me think of like, because I think, and you can, uh, yeah, speak to this. Maybe you can correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, but I do get the sense that when plumbing businesses come into this moment where they're like, man, I'm, it's a slow season. I need more, I need more calls. I need more leads. Mm -hmm. They think in that way first. So like I need more calls and more leads, which uh -huh. isn't wrong unless your pricing is incorrect. Right. Because if your pricing is incorrect, then it doesn't, you're, it doesn't matter. You get more calls and more leads, but you'd not price properly to actually capitalize on those leads. Yep. And so it's almost like if you come to this moment where you're like, oh gosh, like you said, like I'm coming into this month, I'm losing money. 
then your focus should go right back to the principal thing in your business, your price. Yep. And then really dig at that first before you start branching off and trying new things or hiring people or laying people off or whatever. Just look at your pricing first. Yeah. Start from there and then analyze the other sides of your business. Yeah. And what a lot of guys will do, I 100% agree with you, by the way. What a lot of guys will do is they will, oh, it's slow season. It it must be slow because I'm so expensive and they'll actually lower their price. Thinking oh, they're going to, sure. I'm going to win more jobs if I lower my price. Yeah. But it, actually the opposite is true. You just lose more money. Um, because the <laughs> yeah. amount of the, yeah, the sure, amount of, of jobs more that you win does not make up for right. the drop in price, right? Yeah, you're likely already too low in price, and then you go adjust it down even further, and now you're really cutting in. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just not the answer. More work at a lower price is only the answer for like Walmart, right? Yep, or or businesses like that. Um, like Amazon, where mm -hmm. volume, the amount of volume is where they make their money. Small mm -hmm. margins, huge volume. Yep. That makes not sense. a plumbing company. Not a plumbing company. plumbing company. You're not doing huge volume. You're mm -hmm. not going to play that game. That's a that's mm -hmm. a lose-lose. You just can't play it. The game mm -hmm. you have to play is small volume, large profit margin, mm -hmm. win at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And for you as the business owner, it's just, it's way easier. And like, like, don't forget that, like, we're not talking about just charging money because you can and because you have to. Mm -hmm. we're, again, it all comes back to that the premium experience to deliver to these customers is one that requires a high price. Yep. And it's good that you add these services because then you can be the Rolex store. You can be the white glove service because yep. you're priced properly. And yeah. it's like, it really turns into a win-win, which I think people just have to realize that, that it is a win-win. It's a win-win for the business owner and it's a win-win for the customer. Yep. Yeah. Going back to the beginning, it's a win-win for everybody. Everybody that you come in contact with, it's a win. Yeah. The other yeah. way is a lose-lose-lose. Yeah. Lose everything for sucks everybody. for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like... So Every, everybody's got to remember that dichotomy that it is a win-win-win being expensive, being valuable, and it's a lose-lose-lose being the other way. There's no like weird middle ground. It just doesn't exist in this paradigm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that about sums it up. Cool, um, man. Don't forget, go down below, get the copy to the free calculator. It's super valuable. It's literally the calculator that I use in my business today. And... If you're not calculating your prices, like you said, you're going to lose. So go grab it. It's free. Can't miss out. Sweet. Thanks, Thanks Jared. Thanks, everybody. See you, Holmes. See ya.